Hi, everyone. You're listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh, my. I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer. This is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about how to get ready for last-minute hiking trips. So last year, I had this hiking trip planned, um, and it wasn't like a last-minute hiking trip, but I had been out of the country for a couple months, and I didn't get back until like three days before my trip. And because I had have my packing system down um, and knew where everything was, it was super easy to get ready. So um, I actually packed that day before we left. We left at night, and I think I packed in like about an hour. Um, I had everything that I needed. Everything was in its place. Everything was clean and ready to go. Um, I was just missing a few simple things, so I just stopped by the store um, and picked up a couple items and then went to like the camping store that was nearby and got hand warmers and electrolyte gummies. And I was ready to go. And luckily, everyone in my group had been chatting on a group chat. And we knew exactly what everyone was bringing. We knew um, we know what to expect on the trail. Um, we knew that there were no water sources at all. Uh, we knew our plan of how we were going to go about that and carrying all the water and everything. So it went smooth. It went smooth because... Um, I had everything in place and also because we communicated really well. I think that's um, a big thing when you're in a group is to communicate and, you know, make sure everyone has everything that they need and you have everything that you need. So had we not all communicated and had I not had everything in place, it would have been a disaster and I probably would have canceled on them. Um, I was only home for like three days, so I was probably still getting over jet lag. Um, So that's what we're going to be talking about today is, you know, whether you've been planning a hiking trip for a while or if it's a last minute thing, how to go about getting everything together um, so that it's it's easy for you, and I'm going to talk about how um, how I do it and what my uh, packing system and everything's like so that you could have fun on your next adventure. So in this episode, I'll be sharing my tips and tricks that will hopefully help you gear up so you don't miss out on an epic last-minute adventure. So when I talk about a hiking trip, I don't mean just a short hike up to Griffith Park or Runyon Canyon. And if that's what you're into, no disrespect at all. Um, but I'm talking about backpacking, overnight hiking trips, um, where you'll be camping out um, at a base camp for a night or so, and then starting your hike early in the a.m. So let's start talking about some of those tips. Um, so I always have my gear ready to go, clean and in one place. Uh, that's just the best way for me to do it. You know, once I get back from a trip, I like to clear everything out. I might not get to it like when I get back, like right that day or even the next day. But within the next few days, I I get everything out, I clean everything up, and then I put it all back in one place. So I like to keep everything in my garage. I have my backpack, which has my sleeping bag already inside, um, and then some other essentials such as a small first aid kit, um, a set of hand warmers. Those are 
really good when it's um, super cooled out. You just um, there's these little things that um, that heat up and they they keep you warm. Um, an emergency blanket, a headlamp, um, eating utensils, a rope. Um, I keep this just for the heck of it. I actually have never even used one. Um, a wag bag. So some trails um, require you to have a wag bag. And a wag bag is literally a poop bag. Like you have to take a poop in it. Um, and it has like this powder stuff inside so that it doesn't, I guess, smell. Um, I've actually never used one. So... Yeah, I I wish I could um actually I don't know if I wish I could talk about it more because that's kind of weird. But um we all poop and we all have to go sometimes and sometimes we can't go on certain trails, so we got to poop in a poop bag and I guess poop bag sounds weird, so they call them wag bags. Um but yeah, you could pick those up at like REI or something like that. Oh my mic is being weird. Okay. And, um, trekking poles, trekking poles are awesome, especially when you have, um, you have, um, higher incline helps you, helps your knees, um, helps you. So you don't get so like tired. Um, not everyone loves them, but I love them and they, they definitely come in handy. Um, I also have like this large tote that I keep, um, I keep a bunch of stuff in, so I'll keep my portable stove in there, um, the cans of propane, pots, cups, all those like, um, portable kitchen, kitchen items. Um, and then I have my tent right next to all those supplies and then, you know, just some other like random supplies. Um, and then in a cabinet in my kitchen, I have some instant food that I keep that are just for camping or if I get really, really hungry and there's nothing else to eat, maybe I'll open up something like that. But that's when you're desperate. Um, and then I have protein bars, electrolytes, uh, and then I keep my water bladder and um, water bottles also inside there. I don't like keeping them in the garage because... I don't know. It's a garage. You're going to be drinking out of your water bladder and water bottles. It just seems a little weird. I don't want a spider to crawl on my water bottles. But yeah, anyway, um, that is where I keep everything. And I just have it all clean and ready to go. Put it back in the same place. Um, I'm not always organized with my life. But when it comes to these items, for some reason I am. It just makes everything easier. So when anything comes up, I just, I know where everything is. I know what to grab um, and, you know, where it all belongs. So my hiking boots, I know where those are at all times. They're always in a box in my closet and I keep them in a box because I keep most all my shoes in a box. I don't want them to get messed up. They're already getting messed up on, on the mountain. So I keep them protected. Um, and then all my hiking and active gear is all in one place. So I could easily just like go into that drawer and grab whatever I need. So depending on the trip length and what my group is going to be bringing, I can adjust what I need to bring. 
So one of my tricks is just know where everything is, where you keep everything. It's just life is easier that way. And always clean everything right after your trip. So like I said, you I mean, I waited a day or two or three, maybe four. Um because you get really tired after a big adventure and um, sometimes you don't get to it right away. But try to get to it as quickly as you can so that you could put everything away and nothing gets lost. Um, it's Yeah, it just really helps out that way. Um, when I'm hiking with like bigger groups or even if it's a smaller group, so like groups of like three to five, it's easy to share supplies and and cut the weight that way. If you're going to be carrying all your gear on your back, you really want to cut the weight as much as you can. So some things that we could share with with those bigger groups are um, the portable stove. Uh, Maybe you just need one can of fuel, um, a water filter, you probably only need like one or two. Um, a trowel. And for those of you who don't know what a trowel is, it's like this small shovel that you um, could easily dig a hole so that you could go poop in the hole. We're talking a lot about poop this episode. And I um, hope everyone's comfortable with that because we all poop. And um, when you are hiking and camping out, there's not really a bathroom. So that's what you got to do. That's that's the uh, small price that we pay for being in the beautiful outdoors is we, we get a poop in nature, which is kind of awesome. Like when you think about it, doing it, it's not so awesome, but hey, we all poop. Um, anyways, let's get back on track. Enough poop talk. Um, biodegradable wipes. Okay, I I like wipes. I like feeling clean because you're going to be hiking and sweating and getting, you know, dirt in places and stuff. And I just like feeling clean. So I I like to bring some wipes. And biodegradable wipes are just better for the environment. Um, So I like to pack those. Your tents. So that's something that you could also share. And yeah, we'll bring like a pack of wipes for like the whole group. It's just easier that way. And then we just split everything up amongst everyone. Um, A tent. So if you have a two-person tent, you could share with another person. And that person who's carrying the tent or one person carries a tent, the other person carries, you know, whatever else, the pots or whatever. Um, You just split it up that way. Uh, A lantern. Um, I think one for each tent is good, plus having like an extra one in like, you know, like the common area where you're all kind of like eating or whatever. Uh, I have an inflatable solar powered uh, lantern and I love that because I, it's just super lightweight. Um, I have it on the back of my backpack. It charges during the day when I'm hiking and then I could easily just like blow it up at night and it's ready to go. Um, GPS. GPS is super important, especially if um, you're in a group where like nobody's been on that trail or it's um, it's not a very well-marked trail. You want to have a GPS and um, a hard copy of a map. 
you, you know, you don't know if GPS is going to fail you and it's just good to have um, a hard copy to kind of just, you know, go off that as well. And an emergency kit, um, having some sort of, you know, small emergency kit with, with some like basics, you know, in case anyone like scrapes themselves or whatnot. And some essentials that you will need to bring for yourself just about always. Um, so you're going to want to have like your own eating utensils, your plate, your bowl, or plate or bowl rather, um, a cup, a headlamp. Super important to have a headlamp um, because once it gets dark, it you, you don't want to be carrying like a a flashlight. It's just easier with a headlamp. Um, or you don't want to be carrying your phone as a flashlight either. Um, food, you want to have your own food. Or if um, you're in a group where like you're all like cooking together the group meal, you could, you know, figure out how, how you're doing that. Um, sleeping bag. Um, you almost always need a sleeping bag. It's kind of more rare that you don't. Um, because you just kind of want it as a backup, even if the weather's good. Um, I know sometimes like you're able to sleep in a in a hammock without a without a sleeping bag, but it's always good to have you know a backup. Um, and then you don't always need this, but it just makes things a little bit easier. It's just something to sit on, something nice. Like after all that hiking. And if you're going for like, you know, 10 miles a day hiking, you just kind of like finally want to like sit down on something and squatting isn't the same and you just want to have a little something to sit on. So if that's like a small portable chair, um, there's chairs that like REI sells or, you know, other um, like outdoor retailers sell that are super lightweight or just like a small blanket or tarp. So now that we're done talking about packing, let's talk about the trail itself. So you want to know where you're going and you want to familiarize with the trail and the location first and foremost, super important. Um, you want to know the weather, what it's going to be like. Is it going to be super cold? Are you going to have to pack, you know, a certain amount of layers plus a down jacket plus whatever else you may need? Um, are you going to need a certain grade of um, sleeping bag? So some sleeping bags are um, good up until, you know, 25 degree weather. Some are good up until zero degrees. You, you want to know the weather so that you are totally prepared for, you know, however cold or even hot it may be. If it's hot, you need to adjust things as well. Um, you're going to want to know your terrain, uh, you want to know, you know, are, are you going to be, are you going to hit some ice? Are you going to need some crampons in addition to your hiking boots? Are you going to need, you know, waterproof boots? Um, you want to know what the terrain is like so that you're, you're prepared for, you know, that exact terrain and you're not caught off guard. You don't want to have, you know, water soaked boots because, you know, you didn't know that there were going to be a lot of river crossings or that you'd run into any snow um, and so on. 
Um, you're also going to want to know, and this is super important, the length of the hike. You want to know exactly what you're preparing for, um, where along the hike are um, is is camp. Um, you know, you're going to want to know so that if for whatever reason you make a wrong turn or whatever, you could backtrack and you know figure it out. Uh, you're also going to want to know where your water sources are along the trail. Um, super important so that you know how much water you're going to be starting off with, um, when you're going to have to take another break for water. If you're running low, say you have like only, you know, a quarter of a liter left and you still have three miles to go until the next water source, you know, you're running into some trouble, but at least you know exactly when you're going to hit that water source. And it's also um, good to know where the water sources are so that if you know, for whatever reason, maybe you're, you're, you missed a water source, that may mean that you are a bit off trail. So super important to know, um, know the length of the trail and where those water sources are. Also, one of my big trail trip, trail tips, Trail trips are good too, but um, trail tips when you're in a group is to bring radios. Um, I didn't always used to do this, but I've done it a lot within like the past year. Um, if we're in you know a group of like four or more, we'll we'll try to have some radios on us. If we're in a bigger group, I've been in a group of I think there was like seven or eight of us, and four of us had radios, so we all just go to the same channel. You know, we'll pick our channel, say it's channel four, and we're just all communicating. We try to, you know, stick together as much as we can. Um, Some of us just might be a little bit further apart for whatever reason. You know, maybe someone's just a little bit slower. Someone, you know, stayed back and, you know, had to fill up water or readjust their pack or whatever. Um, We try to stick together because that's super important, but... If we have to split up for whatever reason, we always know where where we are. And there's always someone who stays behind with someone. You know, we always still want to stick and, you know, do the buddy system. The buddy system never fails. Um, so, yeah, the radios are huge, huge helps. And make sure they are charged. So that could go into, like, your gear list. You know, make sure you're charging up all your gear, charging up your radio so that, you're, you know, it doesn't die on you during the hike and then it's useless and you're carrying around something for, for nothing. Um, the day before, talk to the ranger, call the ranger station, or, you know, if it, if you're going in that morning, um, you know, talk to the, talk to the ranger and just get up to date info. Um, they know what's going on, on that mountain or along that hike. Uh, so it's just good info to know. Um, you know, they, they know about the weather reports or recent, you know, changes or, you know, there was road closures closures and, you know, whatnot. So just always good to talk to the Rangers before they, they, they're there all the time and they know exactly what's going on and what things are like. Um, it's also good to talk to the Rangers after because they'll hear a lot about like the bad stuff, like, you know, there's a lot of snow on this trail, um, you know, more snow than usual this time of year or whatever. But it's always good to even talk to them and tell them like, yo, no, we had a great hike. We hardly hit snow um, because they don't 
hear that a lot, and that's just good information for them to have so that they could pass it on to um, whoever else is doing the trail as well. And you want to obey all the different rules. You know, you're going into, um, you know, either a national park or a wilderness or whatnot. You're in Mother Nature and you need to respect the rules um, that are there. So if it says no campfires are allowed, no campfires are allowed. Do not light a campfire. Um it doesn't matter how cold you are or how much you want that beautiful picture on Instagram with the campfire. It's, it's not going to happen. Don't let it happen. Um, I don't know how the rules are in other States, but like specifically in Southern California, um, there, most areas do not allow campfires. Uh, it's just super dry in Southern California. And we've had so many fires recently, um, that we just we were not allowed to have any campfires in um, any of like the wilderness or like the national parks or anything like that. So super important to keep in mind. Um, just obey the rules. Obey Smokey the Bear, please. Um, we we want to keep our forests and all those beautiful places beautiful. So just to recap. Uh, all the, you know, super essential stuff that you will need. So if you weren't listening before, listen now if you want to um, survive a trail. Um, so if you don't know your way around the trail or around the trail that you're going to be doing um, and no one in your group knows, you must, must, or you should at least, I shouldn't say you must, but you should have a GPS um, and or a paper map with the compass and actually know how to use a compass. Cause if I had a compass, I would not know what to do with it. Um, so absolute must or absolute should do. I'm not going to say must cause you could do whatever you want, but if you want to survive, <laughs> know where you're going on the trail, GPS and or paper map with compass, um, water, Water, duh, water is life, right? So um, especially in the hot summer months, you're going to want to have, you know, extra water. Um, I I suggest like a liter for every like two and a half to three miles. Um, just adjust cord- um, accordingly. You know how much water you're going to need to drink and you could always pre-hydrate before, before hitting a trail. Um, but water is absolute must. Have snacks because, you know, you don't want to be hangry and you're going to be with people. So you don't want to be that miserable person who's on a long hike all hangry. So snacks for sure. Trail mix. Some dark chocolate. I always have dark chocolate. I always have chocolate anyway, but um, it just puts me in a better mood when I'm hiking. So I bring that. Um, Headlamp. You don't know if you're going to get stuck in the dark, so just have that headlamp on you and an emergency blanket. Um, they're super lightweight, super, like, they're so small, so it's just, like, easy. You, you don't know if you're going to get caught up in anything, so just having that emergency blanket is, is really important. Um, and if you're overnight camping, you're going to want all of the above, plus um, shelter. You're going to want your, your tent 
and um, sleeping bag or a hammock with a sleeping bag if the weather allows for it. Um, you're going to have your food for however uh, many days you're going to be out um, and a way to cook it, plus you know your plate or bowl, however you're going to hold your food and your utensil. Um, a water filter, if there's a water source. If there's not a water source, um, you're going to be carrying all that water with you. So that's something that you're going to have to plan accordingly because um, I've been on trails for two nights with no water source and um, water's really heavy. So you really have to plan accordingly and, you know, as super light as you can. Um, so that way you're not breaking your back trying to carry three gallons of water with you, um, which is something that I did and um, regret. No, I don't regret it, but um, it, it was not easy. It was really hard. Um, and then, of course, overnight camping, you're going to want your trowel and um, your TP or biodegradable wipes because uh, you're going to have to do business somewhere um, if you're doing overnight. We at least hope that you're going to have to do business once a day at least. If not, you're not regular. <laughs> um I promised that we weren't going to talk about poop again, but we did. Um, so anyways, um, that, that pretty much wraps it all up. Um, so yeah, if you're, um, if you're joining a group last minute, they might already have a lot of stuff planned. So maybe just have them fill you in on whatever, and then just go over the trail map because that, that's just really crucial that you, know where you're going. You shouldn't just depend on someone and, you know, just like aimlessly walk a trail because that's kind of dumb. Um, so yeah, know where you're going. That is crucial. And have fun. Have fun on your trip. Have fun hiking. Have fun in the beautiful outdoors. And um, respect Mother Nature. Leave no trace. Clean up after yourself. And yeah that's it so that's our episode for today thank you all for listening to passports cameras and maps oh my if you want more tips or want to see some photos from my recent travels you could follow me at at the wild explorer on instagram twitter and thewildexplorer.com. if you have any questions or comments about the show please email us at info.thewildexplorer at gmail.com We'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you like the show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and an awesome review on the podcast store. A special thanks to my producer, Martha. Love you. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening. I will see you next time. Bye.